Welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, and I'm joined by my co-host, Taylor Sokol. Today, we're going to be reviewing the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. This is a new short film that just was released on Disney+, Plus, directed by Ken Cunningham. Um, of course, this is kind of a, a slight homage to the original Holiday Special that has been completely panned by so many fans and critics um i've never seen it you've seen it taylor or no no i have not i have heard tale i've seen clips and snippets but i have not seen the actual um whole production but as you said there is a, a lot of eye rolling going on when that is uttered around the star wars fandom yes that's usually the uh, thing where people they kind of shun it away and go don't talk about that. Well, this is kind of an updated take on it, but with some new flair. And of course, this is all a Lego animated movie. It's all, you know, 3D computer animation. And it's always fun when you see these Lego movies, because not only is it the, the funny humor of the fact that they're all Lego pieces. So there's sometimes animated bits where Lego stuff happens, but there's a sense of humor. There's always been a meta sense of humor that these lego specials have or they're kind of making fun of the source material itself and making fun of themselves at the same time and that really does create it's a really enjoyable experience as a fan of both legos and star wars i think they blend together very well to make this kind of funny spoof new adventure you know all wrapped in a little bow because it is a holiday themed movie yes and star wars is no like many of the big mega genres out there is no stranger to collaborations with Lego. Of course you have the video games and such, but this is definitely the big one. I think that we were really excited to review and especially with this is the holiday season. So we had to jump right in. Uh, we're not going to give any spoilers away today, but we want to kind of just give our take on it as being huge Star Wars fans of the original films. And of course, pretty much a lot of the live action stuff, I think you would agree, Chris and I are a fan of. So we haven't really dabbled too much in the animated uh, genre mm-hmm. of Star yeah. Wars. Well, this uh, this picks up after Rise of Skywalker, so it's somewhat of a continuation right after Episode Nine there, and we're 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 uh, Ray is trying to train Finn to be a Jedi, but she's kind of having trouble, and she keeps thinking, "Well, I've read all the Jedi text, you know, there's got to be something more here." So she ends up going to this temple and finding what kind of looks like that jewel that they used in episode nine to go to like Sith planets. It's kind of similar to that, but it's different, but this jewel gives her Dr. Strange powers. I mean, literally it looked like straight from Dr. Strange, but it's essentially a time traveling device. And so of course, with the great humor, she then goes through multiple points of the nine movies, these famous scenes and moments. And she's trying to meet up with the, extraordinary Jedi masters that we know to try to learn a few things to take home with Finn. And of course, chaos ensues. This is all happening while our kind of main band of heroes, they're trying to set up the Millennium Falcon and everything to be Christmas-like because Chewbacca's family is coming, which is a straight homage from the original holiday special. Yeah, they celebrate Life Life Day. Life Day. Mm-hmm. What, a, what a fun title. It is. So, of course, yes, a lot of chaos ensues as um, as we know most 
time travel plots where characters that aren't supposed to meet meet and the uh, you know adversaries and uh, uh villains and all kinds of things it just it comes up to be this really funny kind of chaotic time travel um flick that actually was it was quite amusing uh the humor and the the kind of the moments that they chose to pick where ray and bb8 are time traveling to i thought that was pretty pretty fun i would agree i think what what made it so much uh, enjoyable for being a Star Wars fan is that they picked the right moments and there was what really great moments what they did do that I think many Star Wars fans like, oh, this is this is an epic moment. Like a Star Wars is not really known for having a, a time travel elements or any crossover kind of like that. Of course, it's always great when the main nine films have crossed over into other genres, uh, specifically like the Mandalorian and things like that. But it's something so much fun where there's a little bit of, I not say a little bit, I think there's a lot of fan service uh, in this uh, production. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and and to, to a very hilarious degree, but also a very like uh, exciting degree where I, I myself wouldn't think that I was going to be cheering. I thought I was kind of rolling my eyes at first. I was like, well, we'll check it out. But I was kind of cheering a few times at some of these moments that I was like, yes, that's what I wanted. And I missed out on some of the other films. Yeah, there was definitely some uh, plot points where certain characters got to fight that should have happened in the new trilogy and didn't. Um, there's more lightsaber duels in this Lego special than the whole new trilogy combined. That should <laughs> exactly. tell you enough right there. Now, of course, when you're animating a show, it's a little easier to do, um, you know, but it was kind of funny that I was like, wow, there's more action in this little 45 minute short film than the three full-length Star Wars movies <laughs> that we got in the movies. Um, yeah, there's it's just, it, it was kind of cool that they used this, again, it, it reminds me of Doctor Strange, this kind of time portal where, you know, she could kind of pop in and out different times. And it was kind of fun to like see certain characters that would never have met because of time-wise getting to meet and the dialogue that ensues. And again, this humor of the meta, this kind of, you know, playing, playing at its own self, especially with certain characters, like, I don't want to really spoil anything, but like, for example, um, the emperor, uh, the voice actor for the emperor has this ability to come off, you know, sounding like he is supposed to in the films, but then this kind of like, out of nowhere sense of humor it's it, you you actually nailed it on the head talking about this taylor yeah. it has this kind of robot chicken style family guy humor which i think is what it really blends in with the lego brand the lego well, you brand said, like well they're both very meta i mean robot chickens action figures and legos they're legos so i think mm -hmm. the thing about lego movies or anything they don't shy away and not identify themselves they are legos but they you know come apart in pieces so they heavily rely which was really funny and this you know it always happens in these movies but this one a lot there was moments where hair pieces come off you know head spin uh you know the idea of bricks breaking i mean there was all this kind of bits about this that yeah they don't shy away from the fact that they're supposed to be legos <laughs> and um which you know it's fun because it's like all right it's star wars but it's star wars lego so it's it's an animated special. We're having fun with it, but now we're going to add this whole level of humor. Now, a cool thing about this film was um, we do have a few voice actors that are straight from the 
Star Wars movies. Um, yes, Anthony Daniels. Uh, I think I think that man will until he passes away in like you know 20 30 years from now he's like I am C3PO or die <laughs> like yeah, he exactly. does every single thing he never he like always does C3PO because it's his, I like it's his I like baby. the fact that he always is op- open to do that and uh, mm-hmm. and of course Billy uh, D Williams yeah is back as Lando <laughs> which is great um, uh, that's, not had, the, uh, that's not this the, the that's the second time actually I think he's done Lego especially with Lego movie he played a small cameo as hey, himself again paycheck's a paycheck uh, Kelly Marie Tran was back as Rose yes and we then um, this was actually a fun one because I didn't really know this until you had mentioned it but Matthew Wood he voices Kylo Ren in this special but he was General Grievous in the prequels. Yes. Oh, he did also did the droid Dio, little uh, little droid as well. Mm, yes. So did too. So yeah, there was a there was a definitely some familiar faces, but I was blown away the fact that of course the main character Ray, I thought that was actually Daisy Ridley, and of course it wasn't. Yes, voice actor Helen Sadler, uh, she sounded just like Daisy Ridley. Um, a couple of other actors, you know, definitely it was not a hundred percent on par, but the flair was there, you know, like the guy who did Kylo Ren had the Kylo kind of accent down and all that kind of stuff, you know, but the girl who voiced Ray was as close to Daisy Ridley as you could get without getting Daisy herself. And, Mm -hmm. um, and she's definitely the star vehicle of this film. She's the one that goes on the journey, um, especially all the time traveling. So that was quite fun, but yeah, great voice acting cast. There's a lot of familiar faces that I've seen in this that, you know, we've seen other projects like Avatar um, and, you know, they clearly did a great job with that. Um, and then, you know, another element of this film, as we said, is it is still a, a holiday special. There's some funny little bits of certain characters having like a Christmas sweater on or, you know, Christmas decorating. And there's stuff like that that was kind of funny. Um, that, you know, there was one particular moment uh, near the end with a certain villain i won't give this part away but all of a sudden it's revealed that he has this red christmas sweater on and they're all designed to look like those kind of typical ugly sweaters (laughs) ugly sweaters and that was just like it was like a funny little touch you know there's a little little just all all the stuff like when they were like oh you know um pose the the he's the in this one he obviously he's the captain the leader in the pre um sorry the sequel trilogy but he plays the party planner and he's like roasting chicken the afterburners from Millennium Falcon mm-hmm. and all this just nonsense and it was I was really blown away by how funny it was and how it really is made very well for the fans the adult fans but it is enough that for the kids and maybe you know young kids who are not you know introduced to Star Wars yet it's a nice little kind of touch you don't need to know too much to to not enjoy it. Yeah, even if you didn't know anything about Star Wars, you would still find something to enjoy in this. Of course, having known all the plot points and know what happens with all the main characters, it will be much funnier for you if you've known that. But no, it's definitely a fun little treat for the family. You know, this is a nice little, you know, right now you got the Mandalorian going on and, you know, the Mandalorian I think is a great show, but it, it you know, for maybe some younger audiences, it might be just a tad too much with some of the action and some of even the the creatures you know can be a little scary so i think this is a nice way to have like again lego is very child friendly they know the brand it's animated and it's not long this is like, again it was like 44 minutes long it was a nice sweet little uh holiday special and i thought you know for them trying to make up for the not so great original live action one 
Um, this was a fun way to do it. I think that's great that they can actually poke fun of a lot of the stuff and not to reveal anything, but just, just some of the, the bigger plot points and some of the, even the smaller ones, like, you know, why did they do that? Like just some of that cheeky humor, uh, you know, there's a shirtless scene. I won't say who it was, but that, that had me laughing. I'm sure you can guess who. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure you can guess who. <laughs> there's not many who is, shirtless who scenes shirtless. in Star Wars. There's only yeah. so many people that were shirtless in Star Wars, but yeah. um, yeah, just overall, you know, a fun little thing, nothing long, but a great little, yeah. Great little film for right now during the holiday season. You know, we always get right when November 1st hits, it's like the world goes crazy and goes straight into Christmas mode. But of course we just had Thanksgiving and, you know, we do have Christmas coming up or for those who celebrate it, Hanukkah or Kwanzaa. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a fun little holiday special. You know, I think it's, it's, it's a fun little thing to pass the time, especially if you're, if you're already on Disney plus, you're going to check out the Mandalorian episode. It's going to air today. And then you're like, you know what? I just want to watch something else. Check out the Lego special. I think it's a fun little, fun little time. I completely um, agree. <laughs> and we've been kind of, you know, we, in terms of the big league Lego movies, you know, they had Lego movie, they had Lego movie two, and they had the Lego Batman movie. I know we're getting a sequel to Lego Batman movie, but we've only had a, you know, they've never really done a, a big scale like that for Star Wars. They've had a no. few like little straight to DVD. Well, things, I think but... the, the biggest start with Lego Star Wars was obviously for media was the video games. And now they're really starting mm-hmm. to branch off. Uh, they did do Lego Ninjago, I think was, but Ninjago, yep. I think if you're going to do a big franchise like Batman uh, for Star Wars, I think that would be an, a really good logical step to do like something in the same realm of humor and that meta references. I think that would be a lot of fun. And I think that that would be a great, you know, future opportunity uh, for Star Wars animations. Yeah. Especially the way that they animated those really big budget Lego movies, it so accurately looks like a bunch of Lego pieces constantly being torn apart and, you know, built together. This is a very typical CGI animated film. Like you can just tell like, yeah, it has the Lego humor, but there's some things that don't really look like they're made of Legos. So I'd, I'd like to see a, a full star Wars Lego movie where it has that polished look like they did for the Batman movie. That would be, that could be a lot of fun, but for now, we have no, uh, there's no talk of that happening. But now that Star Wars is kind of in its somewhat hiatus until we get the next big film, who knows what they're going to do. But this, this definitely was a fun time. So we definitely recommend you check out the Lego Holiday Special Star Wars Edition, uh, which is now streaming on Disney+. And that was this week's Potential Pick. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.